XRO Beaverdam, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Can you tell me what day it is? You want answers. I want the truth. Well, truth be told. You can't handle the truth. I'll tell you what day it is. It's National Tell the Truth Day. Don't lie to me. I'm not lying. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Truth Day? Now they want the truth. You know, the truth shall set you free. Truth is, it's showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. Uh, this is the W. Uh, what is this? The W. Oh, the 95X Morning Show. I've got to get my radio station set. So what happens when you have two radio stations in the same building and you're on both of them. You end up kind of getting things mixed up at times. Anyways, welcome on in. It is Thursday, the 7th of the 7 of the 22. People that got married back on the 7th of the 7 of the 2007 are celebrating their 15th anniversary today. That still floors me. Doesn't seem like 2007 was 15 years ago, but by gully, it was that long ago. Let's get Gaga in here right now. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Well, a man in the UK got his wife's hopes up and then dashed them again. You know how that is, guys, right? Your wife thinks one thing, gets all excited, and then it turns out to be something else. Maybe you're all excited, like, I can't wait to tell you the big news, and she's thinking, oh, man, it's going to be... A second honeymoon, or he's buying me an expensive piece of jewelry. And then he comes home to tell you that he won the office pool in football. Then, oh, by the way, he's already spent the money. Well, in this case, it was a situation where the man lost something. And his wife was very excited that he lost it. It was his favorite hat. His favorite hat! He had it for 20-plus years, and it maybe was dilapidated, but it was his favorite hat. And there he was, out on the ocean, out on the sea, when the hat blew off into the water and he couldn't retrieve it. Well, he texted his wife and told her that about losing the hat. She actually was pretty excited about it. He added he was coming back at high tide to see if it comes home. Two hours later, he returned and walked the beach. No hat. But then, but then, as he rounded the corner of the street when leaving the jetty, he could see something on the post outside of a local pub. It was still damp and very sandy from his adventures in sea, but there it was. There it was, his precious hat, which he has now dubbed as... Wilson the Volleyball from the movie Castaway. His wife says he is free to sport his now famous Panama hat in public again, even though she still doesn't like it. But hey, I can relate to that. I've had things that I really, really liked. My wife didn't like. I think it was a pair of shorts that I had that were so big. They were just, but they were the most comfortable things to throw on after a shower. And eventually, one day, they just went missing. Nobody's ever seen them since. I know what happened to them. She knows, but they're gone. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. It is the 
May. From the Ho-Chuck Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com. This is 95X. Justin's going to be in in just a couple of minutes to update us on everything news-related from the Daily Dodge News Center. Every once in a while, there's a story that comes up. And for some people, it just confirms what they already knew. For me, it's like a big duh factor. Like, you're not telling me something I did not know, and I did not need a poll or evidence or whatever to know otherwise. For three weeks, 64 people used an app to track their emotions and how hungry they were at given times of the day. And it showed that when they were not eating or when they were hungry, they got mad. Again, I did not need a survey or a poll to tell me these things. When people were craving food, they were 34% angrier and 37% more irritable. They also took 38% less pleasure in whatever was happening at that moment. It's the first study to look at how being hangry affects the real world. Every other study so far was done in a lab setting. The team behind it says it's important to avoid those situations because your hanger won't necessarily go away once you eat. Feeling hangry for even a day can affect your overall mood and leave you in a slight kind of a rut for days or maybe even weeks afterwards. Just by being hangry. Again, I did not need a survey. I did not need a poll to tell me that hangry was a real thing. I have witnessed it firsthand. I myself, I think, maybe have suffered from it firsthand. I do feel like it probably, and and I might get some flack for this, affects the the fairer sex a little bit more than it does. I'm glad uh, that you took that bullet for the team. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, I might have a family member that uh, hangry happens to quite a bit. I might. Right. Not saying I'm not going to give any names, but I might have somebody in my closed circle that hangry does affect. I, I think uh, I think I also might have a uh, maybe maybe a couple individuals because I have not noticed you being hangry before. Just so you know. No, no. I have to get angry first, and that's a that that's a pretty good stretch for you, isn't it? It really is. You just don't. You're just not an angry person. No, I'm pretty even keel. All right, need to hang around me a little bit longer. <laughs> We're gonna check out news coming up from the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. Ninety-five. Hilarious. They make me laugh in the morning. What else could you ask for? Anything can happen. Today's best music. Ninety-five X. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center right now for this look at news. Justin Wilski is here with that look. Justin? Three different traffic stops over three days last month yielded a significant amount of illegal drugs being seized by Fond du Lac County authorities. During the stops on June 28th, 29th, and the 30th, roughly 86 grams of cocaine, 64 grams of marijuana, and over 1,000 counterfeit pills laced with fentanyl were confiscated. All the stops happened on Interstate 41. Sheriff Ryan Waldschmidt says it is likely these drug seizures saved lives. 
A home was damaged by fire in the town of Columbus Tuesday. The Columbus Fire Department was called out to W1551 Duborg Road around 10.20 a.m. Upon arrival, crews encountered flames showing from the upstairs bedroom. Firefighters on scene sprayed water from the outside until other responding units arrived and were able to go inside. The cause is undetermined at this time and there were no injuries reported. Fire units cleared the scene around 3.10 p.m. And finally, the Merrimack Ferry, which serves State Highway 113 across the Wisconsin River between Oakey in Columbia County and Merrimack in Sauk County, is closed for repairs until further notice. Alternate routes include State Highway 60, State Highway 78, U.S. Highway 12, and Interstate 39-90-94. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. You've taken the ferry before, haven't you? Oh, plenty of times. Yep. Get a big old ice cream cone, hop on the ferry, absolutely. Yeah, we've taken it on several occasions as well. I think we took it, I think my wife and I uh, rode on it last year, in fact. There you go. It's just something different. You know, you, you go over and you, uh, we go for a drive. I love going over west of Madison for like a uh, a fall drive. Right. You know, and uh, looking at all the colors over in that neck of the woods. And it's like, well, we could take Highway 60 back or we could take this highway back, but Let's take the ferry across. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of weight on either side because, you know, it's a popular, you know, and it's free, which is right. nice. Right, Um, Which is why I'm sure the ice cream shops there do absolutely amazing. And there's a bar right there on the one side. That's true. That I have may or may not stopped at and yeah. had beverages before. Maybe. I'm not sure if that's anybody's business. Uh, speaking of uh, beverages, yeah, Jack Daniels is okay. out with a brand new whiskey. It All is right. there it is called their small batch special release Koi Hill High Proof. It's a very long name. It is a very long name and they like yeah, we know it's a long name but we want to get everything into it because the uh the Koi Hill is where they stored it. To age it, okay. which is apparently a higher elevation than their other whiskey, if that means anything. And all I can tell you is it needs to have a special name because of what's inside the bottle. It also needs to have a special cork because when they put their regular corks into it, it kept they kept blowing them out. Oh, okay. This Jack Daniels. Comes in at a whopping 75% alcohol, 150 proof. Whew. Yeah. So uh, if you ever need to light a fire, that'll be there for you. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't really care about how much alcohol is in something as much as I want to, I just want something to taste really good. Same. So if this is going to be like really smooth and really good, then I'm, I'm all for it. Right. But if it's going to be like, moonshine i've tasted before i'm not interested in drinking jet fuel yeah no if it's going to be harsh there's no point right i mean i want i remember trying some really good tequila down in uh, mexico and it was expensive and i'm like eh, the tequila just i don't like it it's rough on my stomach it doesn't right. taste good and this guy's like just try this so i have to say i went "Ooh, wow that had a real smooth taste to it yeah. And it went down real smooth and just warming. And I'm like, okay, now this I could drink. But it was $180 a bottle. So, yeah. I mean, as I've aged, I've discovered that uh, 
It's no longer about the getting drunk. It's now about the enjoyment and the exactly. flavor and the Thank you. experience. Thank you. Because, you know, back in the day, I, I was not a, a bourbon drinker. But now, sipping it mm-hmm. with a with just one ice cube in it yep. is a very, very pleasant thing. Absolutely. Very pleasant thing. All right, so if you had a store mm-hmm. that had low prices, mm-hmm. like consistently low prices, would you shop there? Absolutely. If you had a store that consistently had the best selection of any other store around the area, would you shop there? Yeah. If there was a store that had absolutely amazing customer service... And always making things really super convenient for you, would you shop there? That's a no-brainer. All right, so now, what if you took all three stores and put them together? Uh, I think you'd have a great shopping experience for everyone. Right, which is what you find at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Oh, hey. Right? Right. Okay, so low prices, which I don't know how they do it, but Daryl was on the air with us several months ago and said that because of the supply chain issues... Their warehouse has worked kind of ahead mm-hmm. of time and have bought things in advance so that they could secure prices to keep them low. Absolutely. When you have the best selection, which Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly wants to make sure that you've got choices when you go in there. And that's mm-hmm. why they have this huge selection. And then it all comes down to customer service. And when you're like Daryl and Brenda are, they've lived here their entire lives, mm-hmm. right? They know everybody. They bump into people constantly on the street, at church, at mm-hmm. local restaurants, or whatever. So they know everybody. So you want to make sure you treat everybody really, really, really well. And they hit a home run on every one of those. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Well, could you imagine the awkwardness of showing up at you know local church and everybody there's looking at you because you're price gouging them? Right. Right. Yeah. No. Not a cool thing. No. And the convenience and, and what they do in the store to, to make customers comfortable is at the end of the day, the most important thing. Great prices are fantastic. Great selection is great. But man, that customer service, being treated like that, it's what it's all about. And that's what you get at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, it's where you'll find better prices, better selection, and the best service, which means you better go. Here's a look at your weather. You're having a psychotic episode. Automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the morning trifecta from 95X. Okay, let's get to your morning trifecta brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Some of the stories that are being talked about, some of the stories that are trending. Um, this news has come out. There were several missed opportunities to stop the massacre at Robb Elementary School before it even started. That is according to a new assessment by law enforcement response, which provided new details and laid out a number of key issues with the way police handled the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, last month. Uh, Among the report's findings, a city police officer armed with a rifle spotted the suspected shooter before he entered the school. He had him in his gun sights. But he waited for permission from his supervisor before he shot him. And while he waited, he went into the school. The officer, quote, did not hear a response on his radio and turned to get confirmation from his supervisor. When he turned back, the suspect had already entered the West Hall exterior at 1133. 
That according to an assessment by the Texas State University's Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response Unit. In this instance, the officer would have heard gunshots and or reports of gunshots and observed an individual approaching the school building armed with a rifle. A reasonable officer would conclude in this case, based upon the totality of the circumstances, that use of deadly force was warranted. Apparently there was another situation that went down that um, one of the officers that arrived first on the scene was driving at a high rate of speed. And had they slowed down, they would have actually seen the suspect walking towards the school. Um, so, yeah, there was some real bad things that went wrong here. There's a lot of things that went wrong. But let's not get into that. <clears throat> The Biden administration on Wednesday proposed new steps to alleviate student loans, including a rule that would curb interest rates for nearly all of the more than 40 million borrowers in the U.S. In a statement, the Department of Education said it was proposing to remove interest capitalization where it isn't required by law, meaning that unpaid interest would not be added to the balance of the borrower's total debt. The proposal seeks to make it easier for students who were defrauded by for-profit colleges to get their debt forgiven, which is uh, reversing a Trump administration restriction. Additionally, the proposal attempts to improve the Troubled Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program by allowing more types of payments to count towards debt forgiveness. That includes partial or late payments, which I I don't get what. Why do you not want a partial payment? And why do you not want a late payment? A payment is a payment, is it not? There's just some things I just don't understand. And this was, wow, this was really interesting. A probe that lasted more than a year has led to the arrest of eight and the seizure of three underwater drones that were apparently built just to smuggle drugs across the Strait of Gibraltar. The BBC reports that Spain's police force seized the unmanned submersibles, one completed and two still being put together, which um, which authorities say um, was a product that they were going to they they found this going from Morocco to Spain. Yeah. So they they found these. I saw a picture of what these submersible looks like. And they kind of were submarine. They look like more like a tank of some sort. And I don't mean an army tank, like a tank that you'd store stuff in. But they were about, oh, I don't know, probably about five or six feet long. And they had like a coning tower on top of them, probably so that they could get a camera up there so they could see. But yeah, they were they were built out of drone parts so they could smuggle drugs. Very interesting. And that is your morning trifecta. Your morning trifecta today is uh, brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. All right, let's get to our kick in a classic. Our kicking a classic today, our first of three kick in a classics. We go back to 2002. So 20 years ago today, what song was number one on the charts? Well, it was a song that was number one on the charts for three weeks in a row on this date, 20 years ago. It's Nelly. It's 
This morning's weather being brought to you by our friends at Menards, because at Menards, you're always going to get the best deals. You're always going to get the lowest prices, and you're always going to get uh, a great shopping experience. Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. Uh, Jennifer is joining us right now to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, hello. Okay, so I just told you that my uh, tablet is is just going bonkers. It's going crazy. Um, it keeps on telling me that unfortunately Google News has stopped working, and then it says oh. it says close app or send feedback. So you hit close app, or even before you hit close app, another thing comes up that says, do you want to close the app? And then it says either close app or report. And it doesn't matter which one you do. It keeps popping up on the screen. (laughs) It's a very, very frustrating thing today, Jennifer. Yeah. You can imagine how frustrating it is for me. Anyway, I know it is going to be one of those days. I have a feeling like it is going to be one of those days. All right. Let's talk about what we're going to experience over the next couple of days as far as uh, weather is concerned. I noticed last night my wife and I were sitting on the front porch playing a couple of games of cards and Mm -hmm. I could feel like the the um, dew point had dropped a little bit, maybe not dramatically, but a little bit. Is that going to generally be the case as we continue to get closer to the weekend? It is. It's going to drop very. It's going to drop a little bit as we get through the next several days. So not by too much today. It's still going to be overall kind of a humid day today. But tomorrow we'll have another slight chance for showers and storms coming in, and hopefully that'll help kind of push uh, push away that humidity. And it does look like there is going to be a system off to the south that might block us for a little bit, and then humidity might re- uh, return once it gets Saturday or Sunday night into Monday. So we'll see how that tends to uh, tends to go, but. Should be less, a little less humid for the next couple of days. Today, partial sunshine, though, highs getting into the mid-80s. Pretty average for this time of the year. Tonight, slight chance for showers and storms. Late overnight, lows around about 65. Friday, we do have a slight chance for showers and thunderstorms. Partial sunshine develops high 74. Looks like 77 here on Saturday with some sunshine. Sunday, mostly sunny. High around 81, then 85 on Monday with a slight chance for some rain. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Jennifer, I don't know if you've noticed this or not. I mean, I think you're probably... Dare I say, old enough to have noticed this. Um, uh-huh. But have you noticed that sometimes it's hard to relate to people that are maybe of a younger generation? Sure. Um, like, for for example, right now, Generation Z, which is the youngest generation, uh-huh. um, I think they're, I think they probably, the oldest of Generation Z is probably like 22 or 21 or something like that. Um, they, according to a new survey that just got done uh, being taken care of, 61% of Generation Z employees want the option of getting paid every day. So. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They say because um, they're entering a workforce where they're faced with low entry-level pay, and because of that, getting paid every day would be a very important thing so that they could get on top of their bills and they could pay their bills when they need to pay them. But there's more to it than that. Generation Z grew up in an on-demand world with everything available almost immediately at the push of the button. And for them, that translates into getting paid immediately. Um, I don't know. How would you feel about getting, like, literally every day getting money deposited in your account by your employer? 
I wouldn't like it. I feel like that would be something that I would use more. Like, oh, great, I got, you know, however much today, so then I can use that for grocery shopping. And then tomorrow, well, I got however much today, so I can use that for this. Like, I don't know. It, it... I agree with you. Unless you spend it every day, you know, people can say, like, well, you know, I, today, you know, every day for a week, I'm going to put that into the savings account or something. Right. Well, then, you know, ask to get paid every week or every two weeks or whatever. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that would be incredibly odd, um, and it would just feel like it's not a lot of money. I, you know, it's, it's, it's more dispersed rather than clumped together. I agree. Uh, and I get that things are more readily available, but also, like, the workforce when I was younger, like, the, you know, the entry-level jobs were not paying very well either. Um, it was, yep. uh, like, we were going through, like, a recession. So, you know, you, you got to deal with what you, what's, what's currently going on. Right. I, I, all I can say is this to anybody that is a younger person that is struggling because everything is expensive and, oh, you want to buy a house, but right now houses are so expensive, but at the same time your rent is going up. I, I, I get all that. My first radio job, and this is no exaggeration, my first radio job I think paid me something like $7 an hour. Sure. And... um. I was paid when I first started at my, my the radio station I very forty years ago. Um, I got paid twice a month. Well, what happened was after uh, being there about six months, unfortunately, the owner of the radio station died. Uh, he was an older gentleman and just a really a cool guy, uh, but he passed away, and his son took over. And his mm-hmm. son was some big hotshot lawyer from Chicago who did not want to own a radio station in western Wisconsin. Sure. And so he made all kinds of changes, and one of the changes he made was that all of the staff would get paid once a month. Oh, no, that's too little. And it was it was horrible. It was a struggle, because obviously the first thing you would do when you got your check, and back in those days it was a, a check, mm-hmm. the first thing you would do would be to write out all of the have-to bills. You'd have sure. to, You'd have to pay your rent. You'd have to pay your, your, at that time, your phone bill. You'd have to pay your heat and electric. And then whatever was left, you'd have to try to somehow manage to get that to work out for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I feel like that's way too little. Yeah, it was. Or, you know, too infrequent. I always tell people that, and this is an honest story, I remember sitting in my apartment the day before I got paid, and my um, my big meal for the day was saltine crackers and taco sauce. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I used to eat, you know, ramen, or I would get crackers and, like, a block of cheese. Sure. You know, it's not ideal, but... um, You did what you had to do. You did what you had to do, and, you know, I didn't buy a house for a long time. I lived in apartments for, you know, over a decade, and, um, you know, it's, I don't know, every day getting paid... I would feel more tempted to use that money. Yep. And then it would just feel like I'd never have any. Then you feel like you'd never save anything. Right. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. Uh, and But I also agree that the, the going back to getting paid once a month was, just, no, 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 was no. absolutely brutal. Hey, next time we get together, we'll get you your five random facts and maybe something else as well. How about that? 
Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. That is Jennifer with a look at the South Central Wisconsin weather forecast. Let's get a look at sports. American Legion baseball on Wednesday night. Beaver Dam post 146. White construction edge Germantown 7-5. to Both Ben Scharfenberg and Logan Thomas drove in a couple of runs each. Beaver Dam will head to Hartford for a doubleheader tonight. Wapon was a 7-3 winner over Green Lake. Noah Garrettson doubled and drove in two for Wapon. P.J. Higgins' RBI double in the ninth off of Josh Hader lifted the Cubs past the Brewers 2-1 Wednesday afternoon at American Family Field. Keston Hira's solo home run was all the Brewers' offense could muster against Cubs pitching. Corbin Burns fan 10 and 7 innings worth of work. He settles for the no decision. The crew takes today off. They open up a weekend, a three-game series with Pittsburgh on Friday night in Milwaukee. The NBA's Las Vegas Summer League gets going today. Bucks first-round pick Marjon Beauchamp is on Milwaukee's roster for Vegas. He says he's excited with how the team's been welcoming to him since he was drafted last month. Giannis texted me. He's like, welcome to the team. Let's go win a shit. So I, I was like, wow. But he's, he's ready. And, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm for it. So oh, Chris, Chris Middleton reached out also. And, uh, yeah, he, he just welcomed me to the team. And I can't wait to learn from him, you know, this I feel like I can be a player like him. The Bucks open up summer league play on Friday night when they take on the Brooklyn Nets. The Cleveland Browns have traded quarterback Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth-round draft pick. That is your daily Dodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. <laughs> happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. And here comes your entertainment news brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek or Crick, depending on which you like to use and what you're in the mood for. Whatever it might be. It's a mood thing, whether or not you say Crick or Creek. I think so. And it's also, it's more of a where you live kind of a thing. I don't think I've ever said Crick. Hmm. I have only because... I don't get how you get Crick out of that. Because when people talk, when people live there, they they talk about living in Crick. They don't say Creek. we've We've talked about this before. I know we have, but I still don't understand how you get crick out of creek. I think it's um, slang. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, we use slang, slang phrases all the time. That's just another piece of slang. So, Okay, then. There you have it. Whatever there you, you have say, it. Richard. What do you got? Um, it's a baby boy for Schitt's Creek star Sarah Levy. She welcomed her first child with her husband, Graham Outerbridge. She announced that on July 5th. A uh, little boy, they named him James Eugene Outerbridge. Aww. Eugene, of course, is after her own dad, Eugene Levy. In case you guys don't know who Sarah Levy is, yeah. <clears throat> if you watched Schitt's Creek, she was Twyla. Um, she was the owner and worker at uh, Cafe Tropical. I've never seen the show, but people have told me it's pretty funny. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was a perfect, like, it wasn't a drama. It was 
mostly a comedy, I would say, but it wasn't, I don't think it was ever intended to be a comedy where you're like laughing all the time. You know, it, you just kind of follow their lives. The storyline is hilarious, how they end up where they're at. Um, yeah, it's just really, it was really great. I liked uh, Eugene Levy and just about everything he's been in. Yeah. Yeah, and his son Dan is very talented as well. I liked when he played uh, opposite of Steve Martin in uh, Cheaper by the Dozen 2. And I liked him as um, the concrete guy in Multiplicity. He was just, he's just a funny person. Oh, uh, Father of the Bride. He was in as well opposite Steve Martin. He's been in so many different things over the years and not necessarily like big roles. Some of them were just really small. Like he was in American Pie. I was going to say. played the one guy's dad. Yep. Um, yeah, he's great. He's great. And of course, um, is it Catherine O'Hara? Yes. Is that her name? She was absolutely fantastic in Schitt's Creek as well. Everybody remembers Catherine O'Hara for one word. What? Kevin! Oh. I don't remember her. I don't think about... When I think about her, I think more along the lines of Beetlejuice for some reason than I do Home Alone. I, I think Home Alone right away. Mm. Kevin! And then pass out. All right. What else? Uh, late last year, um, apparently, Elon Musk had twins. Well, he didn't have twins, yeah. but he fathered, fathered twins um, with one of his company's top executives, Siobhan Zillis. Um, so he's got babies all over it. He's got nine kids. Yeah, he's not really much different than Nick, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, no, except that <laughs> he's really, about? really rich, and he can afford to have all those kids. Well, I think Nick Cannon can, too. It's not like he's hurting financially. No, but Nick Cannon doesn't have Elon Musk money. No, he doesn't, but he can afford the kids he has. Yeah. Clearly, or I don't think he'd keep doing that. I mean, he's, he does. It's not like he's doing it accidentally. Um, yeah, they. he also, remember, had a baby with Grimes not that long ago. Right, like around the same time. Yeah. So maybe that's what broke up his relationship with Grimes. Uh, I don't get why anyone would want to have a baby with that guy. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> or go through the motions money. of getting pregnant. But, but <laughs> money, money talks for some people. So, so you you wouldn't do it for five hundred million dollars? <sighs> yeah. No. No, he's just so you, gross. You would take one for the team on that number. No, I wouldn't be taking one for any team. I'd be taking that for myself. That's right. <laughs> the five hundred million dollars. <laughs> no team involved on that. Yeah. One and done. Uh, most of us know Hayden Panettiere is, is she. A lot of people remember her from Nashville. Mostly, I always think about. Um, remember the Titans. Right. When she was a young girl. A little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Her character in that movie was great. Um, she was keeping a pretty dark secret during the run of Nashville. She had a pretty significant addiction to alcohol and opioids. Yeah. That's a big thing to keep a secret and a hard thing in um, the acting world to keep as a secret. For sure. Yeah. Now, if we look back, though, during that time period, 
she had a lot of things, tumultuous things going on in her personal life. So looking back, you can be like, oh, okay, yep, I, I would bet mm-hmm. that was going on then. Yep. Yeah. Um, she told people that as early as age 15, that's young, she was taking, quote, happy pills given to her by her handlers. Of course, just like it goes back to the days of Judy Garland. Oh, my goodness sakes. She says that having steady work, first on Heroes, starting at age 16, and then on Nashville, kept her from hitting rock bottom. She said, my saving grace is that I couldn't be messy while on set and working. But things got progressively worse. When Nashville ended in 2018, things had gotten so bad that um, she sent her daughter to live with her ex-husband in the Ukraine. Yep. She said it was the hardest thing she ever had to do, but she wanted to be a good mom to her, and sometimes that means letting them go. Eventually, she was hospitalized for jaundice because her liver was so damaged. Not long after, she entered rehab and stayed for eight months. She's now 32 years old, has stayed clean since rehab. She's busy doing charity work for families in Ukraine, and she'll next appear on screen as Kirby Reed in Scream 5. I, I hope that her life is straightened out now. I saw a piece of an interview, of the interview that she did with people, um, and she seemed very clear. There seemed to be a lot of clarity there, right. so that's good. Yeah, I, I just I hope she's able to do a bounce back like what Robert Downey Jr. did. Yeah, you know, I mean, go from somebody that was really, really, really messed up to somebody that's straight and narrow, and all of a sudden maybe her uh, career takes off again. Well, I'd love to see a. Gr- I hope she has a good, or hope she develops a great relationship with her child. Well, the the clip that I saw of the interview last night, she was talking specifically about her relationship with her daughter. Um, and she said, I'm very fortunate. She's she's a very happy and healthy child and has been growing up in a really great atmosphere. Um, and I'm very fortunate that she still wants to love me. Oh, good. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Bella Thorne and New Amsterdam actor Ryan Eagle have sparked dating rumors after they were spotted together at the Surf Lodge. Ooh. Sounds like a cool place in New York on Sunday. According to Page Six sources, the duo showed up at the hotel and restaurant for a swanky dinner celebrating actress Rosario Dawson's Aqua X Studio 189 collaboration with Bloomingdale's. Ah, that's exciting. They were all together hanging out. Mm-hmm. But... What? Ryan and Bella never made it to their seats. <sighs> they didn't? No. Oh, where'd they go? No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. He plays He plays the uh, head doctor, Max. That's on, him? Yeah. On New Amsterdam. I'm familiar with New Amsterdam. I'm familiar with who the head doctor is. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting pairing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's she's, just well, interesting she's, to me. she's young. She's 13 years younger than him. She is. Um, and she's got an OnlyFans page now. She's had one for a while, right. I think. All right. Justin, are you thinking about doing one of those? I mean, maybe. You think I'd make any money? I don't know. I mean, I think wearing the headband, yeah. Oh. Minus the headband, nah, probably not. Yeah, that's true. The headband makes it. I, I 100% agree. Hmm. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brett Favre says that is now a real possibility that he is going to be wearing a headset. Yeah. I don't know. Would he be good at that? I think he would be. You do? He, yeah, because he's the aw shucks kind of guy. He's Terry. He's a young Terry Bradshaw. That's what he is. He's a young Terry Bradshaw. Hmm. That's what he'll be. I mean, he's got to be more charismatic than Troy Aikman. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Oh, guys. I like Troy Aikman. Yeah, you do. Um, Brett Favre is starting to open up about the uh, open up to to the idea of joining a big network to broadcast and analyze NFL games. He said he'd consider it. He's 52 years old now. Did you realize that? Yeah, he's 52. Dang. Uh, by the way, he he's says do- the offer would have to be right. Right. He um, he is doing a right offer right now for our station in Milwaukee. Right. He is. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's on the air one day a week for 20 minutes or so or with the Brett Favre show on our ESPN station. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. I totally forgot yeah, All right, then. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone I right. forgot. Um, you're right, though. I mean, they talk in here about his country accent and his aw shucks mentality yep. and that mm-hmm. some people would probably really love that. I think a lot of people from Wisconsin in particular, really grabbed a hold of him as being the starting the quarterback of the Packers because of his not caring what anybody else thinks kind of attitude. Yeah. And the, the bloopers that you saw about him um, and the way he talked to people on the sidelines, mm-hmm. goofing around all the time, I think that was really heartwarming for a lot of people. That made them feel instantly comfortable with him. As the quarterback of the Packers. Well, he humanized himself. Right. right. For sure. I, not intentionally. I think that's just who he is. Right. But, yeah. Um, if I say the name Warren Jeffs, do you know who oh, I'm talking God. about? Uh, yeah. So he's the subject of a popular new not Netflix documentary, Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. And uh, he's apparently been closely watched for his own protection for the past decade while locked away. Yeah, he was the one that had 78 wives. Uh-huh. Yeah, the uh, fundamental um, sect of the once Mormon church right. thing. Yeah. <sighs> he um, He's in jail because he... Guilty of sexual assault on a minor Correct. and aggravated sexual assault against a child. Yeah, I think he... It's a life sentence. I think he was married to a 14-year-old girl or something like that. What I would want, like to know is why are they going out of their way to protect this guy in prison? I don't know. I don't know that he's worthwhile to protect. There are some people Have that... I, it. There are some people that... I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You know, uh, I am not a death penalty fan. I'm more of a lock somebody away, throw away the key, and never, ever, ever, ever make them suffer for the rest of their lives. I think the death penalty sometimes is too quick. In his case, if somebody were to bludgeon him to death in jail, I'd go, eh, so what? You know, seriously. Yeah. The same way I felt about Jesse Anderson and, and uh, what you call it, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like, eh, oh well. Less, less taxes I have to pay now that they're gone. Yeah, I mean, like I said, have at it. I hope they're not spending extra dollars to protect this guy, but I'm sure they probably are. They he's, probably are. He's in, his, he's in his cell 22 hours a day. He gets wreck time, but it's all alone. They don't trust him around anybody else because they know that what he did is enough in prison terms to get him killed. Yep. Well, it sounds like the whole reason they're even putting him in protective custody is because this new Netflix documentary thing is going to be talking with some of these survivors of his particular 
well, let's call it what it is. It was a cult, essentially. Right. And uh, they're feeling like that might make him a target, which... Uh, oh, oh, well. Jeez. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I kind of hate to use this phrase because I think it's a little overused, but play stupid games, get stupid prizes, right? right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, speaking of Netflix, I started a new show last night called Alone. Are you guys familiar with that? No. No. Um, so 10 different people are dropped out in the middle of the wilderness by themselves individually in different locations and they have to survive. Well, that kind of sounds interesting. You, you do have the option to tap out, but, uh, and I mean survive. It's not like they give you all kinds of resources. You have to build your own shelter. You have to get your own food. You have to avoid the heavily populated grizzly bears. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. I started it last night. I, I don't think I'd want to be the camera person for that. They do all their own camera work. Oh, they do? They are by themselves. Apparently, it's a uh, series that started in 2015, and uh, the, the initial description says, 10 survival experts, in air quotes, attempt to survive alone. And when it receives a chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like $500,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I, I thought about you, Rick, when I was watching it, that you and uh, Julie might enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like Survivor, but... Uh, right. Yeah, but there's no game the involved. Help. Right, there's no there's no social interplay, which right. I think makes it kind of fun. This is a situation where people... I wonder how they tap out. Do they have a special bat phone button they, they press? They have um, a special phone on their person that they can call because can you somebody imagine? tapped out last night when I watched. Can you imagine you're ready to tap out but you realize you've lost the phone? Oh boy. Ooh, that would be terrifying. Yeah. Turns out your shelter wasn't so good. It got and wet. In the, and in the oh. background you hear Yeah. And they it just find like bones. Getting visited uh, by Yoda. They've, <laughs> had, they've had visitors at night especially mountain lions too. Yeah. Grizzlies and mountain lions are the two things that have been around the most so far. How easy is it for them to start fire? Not. Not. That means they can't boil water. At all. Mm-hmm. They have to make their own tools to fish. Um, so, yeah. Do I they, mean, like get anything as a starting equipment at they all? They were given, I want to say, <clears throat> they were each able to choose from a list of 10 items that they could take with them you know like like a, one item like a tarp or something no i mean i'm sorry there was a list and they got to choose 10 items from oh list. okay oh okay because <clears throat> i mean th- th- then it makes it a little easier but it, i mean like, that includes things like sleeping bag uh tarp like those are your that's part of your 10 so it's not like you're getting all these luxury choices. Oh no, no! But a tarp, a tarp is is a game changer, <laughs> right? When you're out, when you're outdoors, absolutely. Um, if you watch Survivor over the years, you know how a tarp can be the savior of everything. I would want a tarp. I would want a machete and maybe some rope. Ninja. Um. I mean, I don't think rope was an option. Would even be nice, or a good a good knife would be phenomenal, right? Um, I can make rope. Maybe, what about a what about a pan of some sort, a container? Hmm. Because you have to boil water. Yeah, yeah. They each appeared to have one of those okay. for sure. 
<clears throat> yeah, it is an interesting show. Might have I to watch it. That. Yeah. Might have to watch it. Yeah. Um, where was I? One of the most iconic bat suits in history is hitting the auction block. Of course, it's iconic for a very bad reason. It's the mm. suit George Clooney wore in 1997's Batman bat and Robin. Nipples. That would be the one. Wait, yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say, Ninja? Bat nipples. The bat nipples. Yep. Yeah, why did they do that? Well, if you look at the costume, it is all shows abs and everything else. Like it shows a six pack of abs, so it's supposed to resemble the human body, right. the human it's torso. To be an Adonis type figure, right? Really, what it boiled down to is the first two Batman movies that were done by uh, Tim Burton scared children. They were too scary. I mean, you're talking even the second one. Penguin like bites the nose off a guy, and right? Squirts blood everywhere. It's not really child friendly so they said well we want to make more money and sell more toys how do we do that and then they got joel schumacher to come in and turn everything kind of campy and bright and neon and yeah from there it was you know bat nipples and jim carrey is the riddler <laughs> uh for those interested the starting bid will be forty thousand hmm. dollars okay well, i expected more actually yeah. but it was worn by clooney yeah <laughs> And lastly, Paul Rudd heard that a 12-year-old boy was being bullied in school and that no one would sign his yearbook, so he decided to reach out. He sent him a signed Ant-Man helmet and has also talked to him on FaceTime and text. Aww. In a handwritten letter, Paul said, quote, It's important to remember that even when life is tough, that things get better. There are so many people that love you and think you're the coolest kid there is, me being one of them. I can't wait to see all the amazing things you're going to accomplish. That's great. Yeah. Paul Rudd's not the only one who's contacted the young boy. Last month, the Broadway cast of Dear Evan Hansen invited him to a show and asked him to bring his yearbook so they could sign it. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's just a good dude. He is. I He's, love Paul Rudd. And uh, unexpectedly, I was surprised how much I liked Ant-Man. I went into it going, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, this was pretty good. He made it very endearing. Have you guys seen uh, any of the clips from the Ant-Man portion of the Disney Marvel like thing? There's uh, like an interactive uh, crowd ride thing that has Ant-Man in the beginning with the Wasp next to him. And being that Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd, he's like, I'd like to address this rumor that I could have stopped Thanos by shrinking down. And and she interrupts him. She's like, nobody wants to hear this. And he's <laughs> like, I'm just saying it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, guys, we have a we have tickets that we're going to be giving away oh, hey. over the next couple of weeks for the Ashanti Twista contest oh, yeah. concert over at uh, Ho Chunk, Wisconsin Dells, and I know there's a lot of interest in this because I was getting phone calls yesterday. I was getting phone calls last week about this uh, when I first brought it up. So I want to give somebody a pair of tickets right now. In the easiest game we've ever played, I mean, like you have to say yes. You have to say yes to the tickets. That's it. Nine two zero eight eight. Seven nine five nine five. I'll take the first caller that wants to go see Ashanti and Twista coming up uh, on August the thirteenth. Like I say, the simplest game we've ever played. Hi, uh, you're on the air. What's your first name? Jill. Joel. Jill. Jill. Oh, Jill. Okay, Jill. So, are you ready to play uh, the easiest game you have ever played to win Ashanti and Twista tickets? Yes. All right. So, Jill. I'm going to ask you some questions, and all you have to do 
is answer yes to every single question. Okay? Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Jill, are you attracted to clowns? Yes. Jill, <laughs> do you creep on your ex on Facebook? Yes, of course. <laughs> Jill, Jill, do you like pineapple on your pizza? Yes. All right. Jill, do you think anyone saw you steal that laptop from work? Yes. <laughs> poor Jill. Jill. Yeah, poor Jill. Jill, are you a bad tipper? Yes. <laughs> Jill, is Sherry really as bad as we say she is? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Jill! <laughs> Jill, I appreciate your dedication to these yes, tickets. Exactly. <laughs> Jill, um, in order to go to the concert, would you get a poop emoji tattooed to your forehead? Yes. <laughs> Jill, if we had a karaoke night, would you promise to come in and sing Nickelback? Yes. <laughs> Jill, didn't aren't you the person that took your dog back to the Humane Society because you called them inconvenient? Yes. Rick. And lastly, Jill, is it true that you enjoy smelling other people's feet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Jill, congratulations. Oh, man. Fantastic. Hey, Jill, did you want to tell everybody where you work? Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Yes, I guess. I don't know. Jill. Jill's a good sport. Uh, Jill, I, I like Jill. Jill is a fantastic sport. Jill, Jill, you hang on the line. We're going to get your information off the air, okay? Okay, thank you. Oh, Jill, what a great sport she was in our Yes game. And, yep, she won some Ashanti and Twister tickets. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. To enjoy being outside and having fun, don't let this golf season pass you by at Rolling Meadows Golf Course. Wake up with 95X. I listen in the morning the most. Get you going. You know, find out what's going on. Great to listen to. Today's best music, 95X. This morning's news being brought to you by Rolling Meadows Golf Course of Fond du Lac. Swing on by and check out that great golf course at Rolling Meadows Golf Course. Now we bring in Justin Wilski for a look at 95X News. And again, it is brought to you by the folks at Rolling Meadows Golf Course in Fond du Lac. A Fox Lake man is accused of assaulting minors across several decades. Perry Nelson allegedly assaulted three separate victims multiple times between 1992 and 1995, 2015 to 2017, and 2020-2021. The victims' ages range between 8 and 15 years old. If convicted, the 56-year-old faces up to 314 years behind bars. An initial appearance is scheduled for July 25th. A Brownsville man has been charged with possessing illicit content of children. Dylan Ryman allegedly admitted that unknown people would send him links containing child pornography and that he traded the illegal content with others. Ryman also reportedly said that he used an online chat website to view child porn. If convicted, the 25-year-old faces up to 250 years in prison. An initial appearance is scheduled for July 25th. 
Three people from Madison accused of killing another person in Columbia County have made their initial appearances in court. Jesse Freiberg, Laura Johnson, and Jakenya Patty are all facing charges of first-degree intentional homicide as a party to a crime. The 28-year-old Freiberg had cash bonds set at $1 million. Bond was set at $750,000 for the 38-year-old Johnson and $500,000 for the 21-year-old Patty. All three face life in prison for their alleged actions in the shooting death of Manuel Martinez in June. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Rolling Meadows Golf Course of Fond du Lac. All right, let's get the right music bed going here. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you know why we're playing this music bed? Any idea why? I have no idea. Okay. It's because we have some Florida man stories for you. <laughs> oh, boy. And so why not have Florida Florida good. playing music in the background? Florida? Oh, I thought it was Florida. Okay. Whatever. Carry uh, on. <laughs> Florida man named Lawrence Pfaff Sr. recently passed away at the age of 81 years old. And according to his obituary, which was written by his family, Sherry, he um, he doesn't sound like he was well-loved because the family said, quote, he was alive much longer than he deserved. Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, it's clear by reading the obituary that Mr. Pfaff will not be remembered fondly, especially by his unknown number of children. They wrote, quote, he is survived by his three children. No, four. Oops, I mean five children. Well, as of 2022, we believe there is one more that we know about, but there could be more. It continues, his love was abundant when it came to himself, but for his children, it was limited. From a young age, he was a ladies' man and an abusive alcoholic solidifying his commitment to both with a path of destruction he left behind, damaging his adult children and leaving leaving them broken. The obituary, by the way, I'll, I'll get back to it here in a second. Let me give you a little background on Mr. Pfaff. He was a native of New York City, worked as an NYPD police officer for 20 years. However, the obituary states, for many of those years, it was spent without a gun and a badge because they were both taken away as part of disciplinary action. The obituary concludes with Lawrence Sr.'s passing proves that evil does eventually die. And it marks a time of healing which will allow his children to get the closure they deserve. Lawrence Sr. can be remembered for being a father to many and a dad to none. Ouch. That is brutal. But I don't really know what to say other than that. Well, what goes around comes around. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Karma, right? By the way, another Florida man story for you. This Florida man was busted for drunk driving after he told cops who pulled him over that he had, quote, three tall boys before leaving to work. His name is Oscar Mayorga. He was pulled over in his car, which was easy to spot because it was driving erratically. Police noticed he had an open beer in his cup holder and he smelled like alcohol. He also nearly fell over several times as he attempted to get out of his car. 
That's when he mentioned that he had three drinks before starting his shift. He was placed under arrest and charged with DUI. Oh, by the way, the car he was driving was really easy to identify, as I mentioned, because it was driving erratically. It was also a marked police car. Mr. Mayorga is a police officer who was heading to work and was blasted out of his gourd. Oh, my goodness. Needless to say, he has been put on administrative leave since the incident. Wow. Oh, and one last story. This is not a Florida man story, but it's close. It's Georgia. Billy Sloan is a 29-year-old who went on a crime spree. He was running away from police. Decided to swim away from them, so he jumped into a pond. Apparently, Billy doesn't read signs very well. Oh, no. Yeah. pond Gators in there? Pond full of alligators. Uh, Once police yelled to him, dude, there's alligators in there. He just decided to not listen to them. (gasps) He went and stood out right in the middle of the pond. Told police, come and get him. For an hour. hour. For an hour, he had a standoff with police. And he never got chomped? He never got chomped. Police eventually did arrest him. Wow. One lucky man, when you think about it. Uh, Yeah. It could have gone the other direction really, really fast. Stupid, but lucky. Hey, by the way, uh, Ho-Chunk coming up on the 29th of uh, this month. You know, each month during the month uh, during the summer, they're doing their Cruise in the Dells giveaway. Yeah. And coming up on the 29th, the car they're giving away this month, last time it was a Chevy Silverado, a brand new pickup mm-hmm. truck. This time it's a Chevy Camaro. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people are doing that right now. Oh. Cruise in the Dells giveaway takes place on the 29th of this month, That's Friday cool. night. Awesome car. They're giving away cash. They're giving away rewards play. A lot of fun promotions each and every week happening at Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music, 95X. It's the Kicking It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. All right, so are you guys ready for this hour's Kicking It Classic? Oh, Sherry, man, we're going to go back to 1992. Ooh, that's a good year. Yeah. You graduate that year? I did. You graduate that. Okay, so then the song probably is one that you remember, I pretty much can guarantee. Mm -hmm. Um, It was number one on this day for two consecutive weeks back in 1992. In fact, the artist got the idea for the song when he was watching the Super Bowl. He was watching the Super Bowl and a Budweiser commercial came on it. And all the Budweiser girls were super skinny and everything is like, man, that's just not that doesn't that's not America, you know. That's really not America. And then, uh, and then about uh, 2002 during a Friends episode, the song again got uh, talked about a lot. Uh, I know what it is. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, Ross was singing it to his baby to their daughter. Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently, and apparently, uh, Jennifer Aniston's character Rachel was not pleased. No, but then she's caught doing it too later right. on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, without further ado, would you like to tell everybody what our kicking it classic is today? Baby got back. Oh my God, Becky! Look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like 
one of those rap guys. All right, so it's number one on this day. Back in 1992, which would have been after you graduated from high school. But it was still on the charts, you know, leading up to that point. Was it Was it a big song back in those days or not really? Yeah. Of course. Was everybody Was everybody rocking to that? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah, man, Sir Mix-a-Lot. I still remember when that came out. I was working at the radio station in Marshfield, and I was like, I was like shocked. That that was that, on that the was, that, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. oh my God, they're playing that. I can't believe it. That language. The video, language. The, vid- the video initially did get banned by MTV. Did they redo it? Because eventually it was on. Right. I don't know if they redo it or they just relax their policy. Mm. Because eventually, I mean, it was the biggest song in all land for a couple of weeks. Don't want none unless you got buns on. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Baby got back. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, so we all know that plastic food wrap is not great for the environment, right? Right. It's just, it's just not, it's not good. Well, Rutgers University and Harvard University researchers have come together, Sherry, and they have developed something that's very interesting. It is a plant-based coating that would be greener and safer than plastic packaging. And get this one. It's not a um, wrap at all. It's a spray. Fibers based on biopolymer and polysaccharide, which, by the way, you should know, is the most common carbohydrate in food, would be sprayed on your food and would wrap it like plastic wrap. The resulting protection is strong enough to protect against bruising. It includes natural antimicrobial agents and can uh, fight harmful bacteria and viruses in addition to preventing spoilage. Hmm. In tests, the coating extended the shelf life of avocados by 50%. Ooh, that's a big deal. And that is a big deal. It takes just three days to biodegrade, and you can rinse the coating off with water. Scientists even envisioned turning the fibers into sensors that could activate to kill bacteria. There's no mention of near-term plans to put the spray on wrap replacement into production. It could be a long time before we are picking up bread or fruit with eco-friendly protection still. Just a matter of time before we start to see this hitting grocery store shelves and a lot easier to biodegrade in our environment. Mm -hmm. A little girl on board a United Airlines flight from Norway to South Carolina was distraught when she got off the plane and realized that she had lost a tooth and had no idea where it was. It's a big deal for a six-year-old. Yep. Lena Larman, who knew that she wouldn't get any money from the tooth fairy without providing the tooth, was really quite unhappy. Lena desperately wanted to get back on the plane to search for it, but they had already passed through security, so it wasn't possible. Hearing the little girl's cries, United pilot Josh Duco walked over to offer some assistance. He told Lena that he could write an official letter to the tooth fairy explaining her unique situation, and that should be enough for the tooth fairy to leave some money. He wrote... Dear Tooth Fairy, Lena had a tooth fallout on her flight to Greenville. Please take this note in place of her tooth. Lena's mother said it was a nice break from 
quote, a world of bad airline stories. Yeah, he signed it to uh, Captain Josh. Captain Josh. Way to go, Josh. Way to go. And that is a little good news today. In sports, P.J. Higgins, RBI double in the ninth off of Josh Hader, lifted the Cubs past the Brewers 2-1 at American Family Field Wednesday afternoon. Brewers take today off. They open up a three-game weekend set with Pittsburgh Friday night in Milwaukee. The Vegas NBA Summer League gets going today. The Bucks will open up uh, summer play on Friday night when they take on the Brooklyn Nets. American Legion Baseball last night. Beaver Dam Post 146 White Construction took down Germantown and Wapan was a winner over Green Lake. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. From the Ho-Chuck Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. I didn't know it was possible, but I think the more I hear of Lady Gaga, the more I like her. And I like keeping her liking her more and more and more and more. She's a good human. She is. Well, and she, her voice is just kind of like you, you think about all the weird stuff that she did to kind of get attention early on. The meat dress and the weird videos and everything like that. And all it was was just to bring um, attention to what an incredible performer she is. Yeah. She has a beautiful voice. Yeah. I saw her when she first started off. She was on uh, Dancing with the Stars. And dressed kind of strange and you're kind of like what the heck is this I don't and then, remember that she was on there yeah she was she wasn't a she wasn't a dancer she performed oh she performed oh, 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 oh. and she was just I, I was like wow she can really play and sing and everything man she was good and remember she got um, picked on in college mm-hmm she because, did because she told everybody she was going to be a big star and they all laughed at her and everything and they're not laughing so much anymore. Not so much. No, not. Is is Thomas back in the dark over there? I just saw his arm wave. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hey, your microphone is on. Let me let me turn you up here. Talking to Sherry is what I'd like to do most. Oh, there you go. You go ahead Hello, and talk. Oh, Sherry. Go ahead. Hi, and Thomas. How are hey, you? Hey, it's been a while, friend. You're back from your trip. How was life? It was wonderful. How was your time off? It was also wonderful. Nice. Yeah. Lots of sun. I think I burned the small of my back a little bit. Um, Just the small of your back? Well, That's... it looked to be the most red when I was checking yesterday. How would you get the small of your back? I, I don't know. I, I were, really don't know. Were you going with... Were you going with something that had a bare midriff? Maybe some look <laughs> on top? Well, no, but if that were the case, wouldn't I have some you wearing belly shirts again? He's wearing belly shirts, yeah. No, my navel's unburned. It's just my back. <laughs> but maybe so. your back was to the sun when you were wearing your belly shirt. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, if you're wearing a belly shirt outside, you're not staying still. You're moving around. So it should have been distributed a little bit better. I don't know. How does a person b- burn only the small of their back, Thomas? Because it would make sense that if you had your shirt off, your whole back would be burned. I don't know. It's not like I was getting a tattoo there or anything. And I wasn't bending down a lot yesterday from what I remember. So this happened yesterday? Well, I think so. Oh, so this did not. This was What'd not associated. This was not associated with the Columbus Fourth of July celebration. I, I don't think so. Were you doing something so. fun yesterday? What you, yeah. What were you doing yesterday? I was at Devil's Lake yesterday. Oh. oh. And what were you doing yeah. at Devil's Lake? I, I was there with uh, with a friend, and we were going around and hiking and doing things outside as people do. Oh, that's nice. nice. That's nice. Uh, male or female friend? A uh, female friend. Well, that's nice. Even nice. 
nicer. Did you yes. have a Did you have a nice time together? It was a very pleasant time. Yeah, uh, I love Devil's Lake. It wasn't Lake. too busy. I haven't been there on like the middle of the week or weekday in a while. So that's uh, a good. That's probably a good time to go. Something yeah. I've probably never shared with you guys before. I got engaged at Devil's <gasps> Lake. Oh, like this weekend? No. Whoa. Oh, you mean like okay? Oh All right. I, I wanted to make sure that we were on the same like page. Like where on Devil's Lake? Like in the water on the bluffs? Um, next to the water. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's very sweet. That's a very long time ago. <laughs> very long time ago. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. Like lifetimes ago. Uh, all right. Exactly. Well. So, Thomas, you got a little bit of sunburn. Uh, the Columbus Fourth of July celebration. How did it end up going for you guys? I, we had to cancel fi- we had to cancel fireworks, no. which kind of sucked. But yeah. what about what about leading up to it? Everything go pretty smooth. I think it went it went okay. Yeah, I think it went a little bit better than expected because it was kind of a funky year. But it was too bad about the fireworks in the in the final band. We ended up kind of closing things early Aww. on Monday. But I think that, that was all right. Hi, uh, you are on uh, the ninety five X hotline. Morning, guys. How was your vacation last week, Sherry? It was wonderful. I was wondering when you were going to call in. (laughs) (laughs) Missed you, Sherry. (laughs) Missed you, too, Tyler. We were without Rick on Friday. Rick wasn't there on Friday? No, he was not. I was was, was here in spirit. That's what that smell was. I was here in spirit, and Uh yeah, it was nice uh, to be here only in spirit on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. You do deserve a day off once in a while, Rick. Yeah, I know. And I do have a birthday, too. Jordan Vega from Watertown. His birthday is today. All right. Thanks, Tyler. birthday. Yeah, have a good day, guys. You too. Ninja, what'd you do to fix it? Uh, I went and restored the app to its previously last known working state. It was an update that was causing the issue. So. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. My um, Those updates. Yeah, my tablet. What are you talking about? My tablet today, when I turned it on, I kept on getting an error message about some Google... Google News. Google News thing, and it wouldn't go away. I kept on like rebooting it and uh, turning it off, and it kept on flashing on my screen. And I kept trying to close it, and it wouldn't let me close it. So I knew if I gave it to Ninja, he'd figure it out. The ninja. I'd either fix it or smash it with a hammer, one of the two. Right, and whatever worked. And this particular time, he was able to fix it. So that is the good news. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, guys, over half of us do this when we go to the grocery store. Over half of us do this when we go to the grocery store. I'm going to take a chance at saying I'll bet Sherry is not one of the half. Do people make lists? It is not list related. Mm-hmm. Uh, check their vegetables before they purchase them. It is not specific to... I check to, my vegetables. It is not specific to any one department. Oh, so it's not like sneak a grape? No. Uh, hmm. Over half of people do this when they go to the grocery store. Poach from somebody else's cart. No. (laughs) I will say this. It is something that would be more time-consuming. Oh, I bet I know. What is it? It's one of those people who goes up and down every aisle. Mm. Why would you think I wouldn't do that? Because I I know that you are not a... you've You've told me before that you do not enjoy shopping. That you're a go in and get your stuff and leave. 
Right. When it comes to clothes and shoes and things like that. Grocery shopping, however, I don't make lists. So I go up and down every aisle. Okay, I just learned something new about you today. You did. Yeah, that's even more impressive than getting engaged over the weekend at uh, Devil's Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> All right. 50% of people say they do this while watching sports. Uh, they have a superstition? No. It's not superstitious related. Eat chicken wings. Okay, he is in the right area. Eat chips. Drink hey, beer. Keep going. Uh, What's something else? What's something else that somebody chose? Can... Keep going. Ranch. Brats. Burgers. Gra- grapes. Pizza. 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 Fifty percent of people say they eat pizza while watching sports. Oh, there you go. Solid choice. Yeah. Oh, always a solid choice. It's hard though. Like if you've ever been to a like a a party, a football party, and if they've got, as you guys said, nachos, brats, burgers, pizza, and chips and stuff. Like, what do you choose first? Oh, yeah, yeah, because a very full plate. I find it's easier if you just pull your chair right up to the food bar. <laughs> yeah. Just turn it into your own personal yeah. spread of food. Well, then you look really gracious because you're like, did you want some? Feel right. free to grab a little. Yeah, here, can I put some of this mac and cheese yeah. on your plate for you? Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, we've talked about this one before, but I always like, I think this is an interesting statistic. Men who do this are instantly 90% more attractive to women. Men who do this 90%, are that's a high percentage. 90% more attractive to women. Shower. Smile. <clears throat> nope. Laugh. Nope. Joke. Mm-mm. It is a thing that they do. Play with a child. It, it is not play with pet a child. With a, pet a dog. Nope. It's not dog or child related. It's not pet related. It is something related. Brushing their teeth. No. <laughs> Is it when they wink and do the finger guns? No. <laughs> no. That's a hey, definite babe. no. Yeah. Dang it. I will give you a hint. Um, the one the one individual who does do this is not here today on the show. Hair swoosh. Combing back their hair. No. Running Rambling. his hand through his hair. Talking he does that all the time. Talking incessantly. Drinking Coca-Cola. Oh. What else does he do on his own time? Uh, plays Golf. an instrument. Ah, uh, the guitar. guitar. Yep. Yeah. Men who play the guitar are instantly ninety percent more attractive to women. Sherry, in your travels, have you ever <laughs> have you ever dated anybody that played like a guitar? No. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. Do you find it attractive? Uh, depends. Like a guy were to pick up a, a, a guitar. I mean, and, like somebody having a guitar doesn't instantly make them attractive. How about to if you? Me. How about if you're dating a guy, and you don't know he plays guitar, yeah. and you're like back at his place, and he pulls his guitar out and he starts strumming it, and he starts singing a song to you. Would you kind of like get go ooh like that, or not really? <sighs> or would you find it really cheesy and start what, laughing? What date number are they on? That would really <laughs> be like borderline. Cheesy? Cheesy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Come on, be honest. And I think that's a legitimate question what Justin just yeah. said. What date number are yeah. you on? Right. Like if two, somebody's going to do that in the first couple, I'd be like, oh, stop. Right. Bye. Like, right. <laughs> By date 15, he's probably had time to compose something nice that isn't just right. insert her name here. Right. <laughs> right. Because early on, that would feel like, okay, this is his thing. This is what he does right. when mm-hmm. he gets chicks over here, you know? Oh, yeah. It could be We've something like, like, Sherry, our love is at stake. Let's take a drive to Devil's Lake. <sighs> Could be something like that. <laughs> From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. On 95X. All right, we're going to talk a little weather this morning with Jennifer. Uh, good morning, Jennifer. What's going on? Hey, good morning, it, Jennifer. It is, it is good to hear good your voice morning, again. Jennifer. Look at Thomas's back. Ninja's here. Sherry's struggling to hear because every time we turn on Ninja's microphone, her headphones crackle. Crackle and get I goofy. deal with that every morning. I know, and I don't know how you tolerate it. Yeah. It's so. bad. Well, anyway. So she doesn't like hearing the we sound have, of my voice. We Not have some you. other important business oh. to get to, guys, because we've got a brand new game we're playing today, uh, which we're going to get to here in just a second. But first, Jennifer has a question for us. So, Jennifer, the floor is yours. Okay. I want to know how you guys wash your hands. If you, like, give me a step-by-step instruction on how you wash your hands. All right. Uh, who wants to start? Um, I will usually get my hands a little wet first. And then it depends. It depends on the type of soap. So, like, if I'm in a public restroom where they have, like, the foamy soap, right? I'll put the soap on my hands first and just scrub, 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 and then rinse. Now, if it's a thicker, you know, like, creamier right. type soap, I'll get my hands a little wet first and then scrub, 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 and then rinse. I would I do what Sherry said the second time. I usually, I almost 99.9% of the time get my hands wet first and then put soap on it, and then wash them. Ninja? So I'm a little bit different. I usually don't do the water before the soap uh, because of the scientific nature behind the surfactants and soap. It works better before the water hits it. Oh. Um, but I do scrub thoroughly up to almost the elbow, regardless of what I did and how dirty I think my hands are. And uh, then, of course, thorough, thorough rinse, hot water. Thomas? Uh, yeah, a little pre-wash soap, and then a scrub, 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 and get in between my fingers, fingernails, back yes. of my hands, and then keep wow. washing a little you bit. Guys, yeah, you guys are really going complete on there. Okay, Jennifer, so tell us about our, our soap habits. Okay, so the reason I ask is because uh, my husband makes fun of me because I will put soap on my hand first, then turn the faucet on, and then rub my hands together under the water. And he thinks that it's odd that I put soap on my hand first rather than turning the water on, wetting my hands, and then putting soap on. I mean, I was kind of like, this is what I do. I feel water. like that's the normal way to do it, and I do it weirdly. Wanted to see what everyone else does. As long as yeah. you're not getting soap on the handle, or, right? I, I the reason the, my my here's my thought process. My thought process is, I turn the water on first, a to let it warm up, so I'm not washing my hands in cold water. B, once I touch that handle, which has got germs on it, mm-hmm. I want to put my hands under the water quickly and then push down the handle to get soap on my hands. Then scrub them, and now that I'm not touching anything else, I rinse them underneath the water. 
My only issue with that is I find that it's kind of a weird, disgusting thing for me when you go to use the soap after somebody else has, and it's wet because they've touched right. it with wet hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I can see. I can see. Standing water breeds yep. mold and bacteria. I can see. I can see both ways. So, hopefully, Jennifer, um, we have figured this out, right? Yeah. No. I, I feel. I feel better about my habits. Then you should. Good. Good. Tell my husband that. Tell him not to be picky. <laughs> some people on my side. And tell him. And tell him again when he's uh, when he's been out playing golf. You're gross. Go take a shower. You're right. <laughs> Just like you told him yesterday. All right. Here we go. Here's our brand new game. Alexa went to the movies. What movie did she see? This is Alexa Theater. All right. It's called Alexa Theater. I am going to play a clip that Alexa says, and you guys have to name the movie. Huh. All right? Okay. So this is going to be in Alexa's voice, which will make it unique. You just have to remember, try to remember what the movie is. Now, they're pretty short clips. We've only got three of them, so we'll get through this in a hurry. Question, is she giving a, a quote from the movie yes. or a synopsis? No, no, she is okay. giving a quote from the movie. Gotcha. Okay. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Here we go. Here's the first one. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, <laughs> Big Daddy. Ah, there you go. Top Gun. I shouldn't have answered so quick because I really wanted to hear her call me Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy. All right, here's the second one. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's something unusual. Oh. Anybody? Deadpool? Nope. Not Deadpool. It's not a Seth Rogen movie, is it? It is not a Seth Rogen movie. It would be a early 80s movie. Oh. Nope. Ferris Bueller? Nope. Oh. Risky Business? It's not a Tom Cruise movie. Chicks dig me because I seldom wear underwear. Nothing? Nope. That line was delivered by a comedian by the name of Bill. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Stripes. It was Stripes, Tom. Ah, Stripes. Good movie. Yep. And here's your last one. That boy is alive. We are going to send somebody to find him, and we are going to get him the hell out of there. Oh, uh, yeah, uh... Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you got it. Congratulations. Good job, guys. That's our first ever round of Alexa goes to the movies. Jennifer, let's take care of a South Central Wisconsin (laughs) weather forecast. Uh, What's going to be happening over the next couple of days? Yeah, well, it looks like partly sunny skies essentially throughout the day. Today, highs getting up right around about the mid-80s, pretty average for this time of the year. Tonight, slight chance for showers and storms late in the overnight hours, mostly cloudy, low near about 65. For your Friday, slight chance for showers and storms tomorrow. We'll see a partial sunshine developing, high of 74 degrees. 77 on Saturday with mostly sunny skies, Sunday sunshine, high of 81. Then by Monday, a slight chance for rain showers, blend of clouds and sunshine develops, high around about 85. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. Oh, hey, guys, before I get to five random facts, I, I read a story earlier today when uh, Ninja and I were together. Um, and I, I don't think I needed a poll to tell me this, but... A poll is out and now gave us the truth. Hangry is a real thing. Oh, for sure. Sure. Why I mean, would, would you think would you it guys, wasn't? I, I didn't. I, I, oh. I'm saying I, I agree. Oh, okay. I've oh, seen it yeah. firsthand. Oh, yeah. I've had that do happen. You, <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever get hangry? Oh, sure? yeah. 
What, what would Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Okay, so let me start with you, Sherry. What, when you get hangry, do you get short with people? Do you get just irritated and crabby, or what? What's your normal hangriness? Um, I would say probably short with people. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Jennifer? When and, you get and I feel it physically. Oh. Too. Oh. Like okay. I can. I don't know if like my blood sugar is you know like I'm not sure, but I can feel it physically, and then I get overall irritable. Okay. Uh, Jennifer, what about you? Irritable? I'm d- definitely short with people for sure. It's kind of like, all right, whatever, just get it done. Has your something, yeah. ha- has your husband ever told you you're hangry? Uh, I usually tell him and be like, listen, I'm getting hangry, and just, <laughs> like I, I like give him a warning. Like, <laughs> we need to find some food, right? Um, so Feed I, me. I love it. She, she does. She does a warning shot across the bow. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> listen, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My um my uh there well, should I say my youngest daughter probably I shouldn't probably say my youngest daughter but she's very adamant about Too the fact late. that she does she at first she I think years ago she used to deny that she got crabby when she was hungry but now she's outright like Jennifer like okay I'm getting hangry we need to do something about this well, I think a while ago there was kind of like a negative stigma with it and that it was also just women and it's definitely not just women I've no. seen some hangry men. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just kind of, I think people are embracing it. It's like, whatever, I just need food. Right. Give me food. Is yeah. Thomas over there still? No, Does he, he get hangry? He left. Him, he and Ninja, him and Ninja are, are heading off to Randolph right now. Oh. To, uh, to be set up for uh, Oh, I forgot remote. about that. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. We got our remote over there for break okay. time. So, you know, I sent them on their way. I said, get on. Bye-bye. Get on. Go on. Go, 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 go. Let's get. Go, go, go. Uh, random back number one. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison mm-hmm. invented an electric pen. In 1876. Now, if you're saying, if you're saying, okay, an electric pen, that doesn't sound like something that really is that great of an idea. But it was a later adapted and became the very first tattoo machine. Ooh. Oh. In 1891. Interesting. Hmm. So, at the time, like, uh, electric pen. Tattoo machine pay- was invented in 1891? In 1891. Wow. Been around for a long time. Huh. I wonder how they did tattoos before that. I bet you that was a real painstaking oh. process. Well, a lot of a lot of countries still do them with like, like uh, this is going to sound really bad, but like like sticks and like certain types of ink that like you know jab into the skin and they right. use like rocks. Um, I've seen videos of uh, certain countries doing that, and I was just like, that doesn't look fun. No, <laughs> no, and I bet you got to have unbelievable patience. Mm-hmm. I've seen because I've seen some of the similar things that you've ta- you're talking about, Jennifer, with some of these ancient tribes that are still around. Yeah, and yeah, just like the ones that do the lip stretching or the mm-hmm. earlobe stretching and everything like that. Uh, random fact number two: Before the words automobile and cars became widespread, people called cars all sorts of names. They called them road machines, motor wagons. And quadricycles. Hmm. So there okay. you have it. You can impress your friends, Jennifer, next time you guys are out at a local uh, brewery and some cars drive by. You can go, oh my gosh, look at all the quadricycles. And then people <laughs> will look at you and like, wow, you're so smart. Uh, Obviously. Random fact number three. The only sound in space is a singing black hole. Mm-hmm. And it emits sound waves, and that's why it gets the phrase "a singing black hole." Huh? I'm I'm fascinated by black holes. I want to I want to know what happens if 
you put something into it. And it disappears forever. Right. Where does it go? It just disappears. It's pulled apart. And- oh, pulled apart. Oh, well, that's not a good thing then. I was thinking maybe it was transformed to another galaxy. Maybe. It could be. We don't know. We just don't know. That. Random fact number four, the University of Alabama's football practice fields are near a few apartment complexes. But people who live there have in their leases that they can't watch the practices. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Because, think about it. They have, like, automatic, like, shades that close their, close their windows? Well, I, I don't know how they would do it. Because, yeah, you've got in your leases that you can't watch the practice, but what's going to stop me closing my blinds and peering through a little crack? Because they're afraid that people are going to steal their plays and see what their mm. game plans are. So that's why they're doing okay. it. And random fact number five, Scooby-Doo was originally named Too Much. What? Yeah. That was that was his name, Too Much? Yeah, his name was Too Much. Like and, T-O-O? And, T-O-O, Much, yeah. And there was talk of making him a small, feisty dog instead of a Great Dane. But they settled on a Great Dane and decided to go with Scooby-Doo. Too much is a dumb dumb. name. Yeah, that would have been terrible. That would not... Seems very odd. Not, not... It wasn't even a name. Like, I get, like, Scooby-Doo is kind of made up, too, but it's a... I don't know. It comes off as a name better than too much. At least it's a name. And... Boy, I think back to the fact that I used to, every morning, on a Saturday morning, get up to watch Scooby-Doo. Realize now how dumb of a cartoon it was. <laughs> but there was... Well, most cartoons are like that, especially if you, as you watch them as adults. Uh, you go back and you're just kind of like, oh my gosh. But there was... Especially like cartoons from like when I was younger versus cartoons now. Some of the stuff I was just like, how did my parents let me watch this? Like a lot of the stuff they did like went over my head. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I mean, look at not past today. <laughs> look, look at the three different generations of cartoons that we have here. Because for me, you know, I, I think obvi- we can all say that we loved Looney Tunes. You know, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny—they were great cartoons. But if we had to look at um, cartoons that were just in our era, growing up, not something classic like Looney Tunes, my the cartoons that were in my era growing up were Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, The Herculoids. And um, Scooby-Doo came out towards the end. Sherry, when you were a little girl? Uh, Smurfs right. was really big. I didn't watch a lot of cartoons, to be honest okay. with you. Looney Tunes was still right. still a pretty big thing. Those are probably the two I remember watching the most. What about you, Jennifer? Well, I had things, <clears throat> some controversial things that were like Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy, but then there was also like Recess and Doug. Oh, sure. And, you know, that kind of stuff. But like also like there's some questionable things in Doug as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then there was, and then there was, uh, uh, what was it called? They called him Football Head. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Football Head. I, yeah. That, they called him Football Head. <laughs> they did. Yeah. That's what was mean about that show. I think I remember better cartoons that my stepkids watched when they were little than the ones I watched, like um, Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Yep. I loved Rugrats. That was a big one. Rugrats was big? Yeah. I learned how to spell recycle from uh, Rock was Modern Life. That was they, had a, they had a musical episode, so now when I spell recycle, if I have to like write it down, I like sing it in my head. I can't do it any other way. <laughs> hey, that's I not, have to say recycle at the end of it. <laughs> that is not the worst way of remembering something. 
in all seriousness, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm just a bill up on Capitol Hill waiting mm-hmm. to become a law. Yep. Yeah. There How you I go. learned the preamble was through um, Schoolhouse Rock because we had to in fifth grade we had to learn it, and the teacher was, and recite it to our teacher, and she's just like, "Let's learn it through Schoolhouse Rock," which is actually slightly incorrect. So we had to like adjust it as we were like doing it. But like, if I like, I can still recite it, but I have to actively think about not singing it if I say it out loud. Oh, wow. And it's difficult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was it was a good way of learning it still mm-hmm. to this day. Jennifer, uh, tomorrow we're going to wash our hands of this morning show and see you then. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right. There she is. Jennifer would look at the South Central Wisconsin weather forecast. We've not mentioned it yet today, but I want to throw it out there just so people have it on their calendar. Tomorrow. We're going to be heading over to Slumberland. We are for a brat fry. You were not at the first Slumberland brat fry. You were on vacation. I was. And uh, you were missed. You know, we we had a party without you. Mm-hmm. But are you going to be around for this party? I'm going to be around for this All party. Right. Yes, indeed. I didn't even hear. What is the weather supposed to be like tomorrow? I think it's supposed to be, uh, obviously, the dew points dropped. Yeah. And the temperatures are going to be down. So it's much better. It's not going to be it's not going to be a hot and humid day tomorrow. So, yay. So we should have a nice time visiting with uh, Stacy and the crew over at Slumberland. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95. Oh, good morning, good morning. Gets me up. Top of the morning to everybody. Good morning to you all. Today's best music. 95X. Our news today brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. And remember, they are the folks to get to know when it comes to all your home improvement needs. Now Ninja with a look at news this morning. Fox Lake man is accused of assaulting minors across several decades. Perry Nelson allegedly assaulted three separate victims multiple times between 1992 and 1995, 2015 to 2017, and 2020-2021. The victims' ages range between 8 and 15 years old. If convicted, the 56-year-old faces up to 314 years behind bars. An initial appearance is scheduled for July 25th. A Brownsville man has been charged with possessing illicit content of children. Dylan Ryman allegedly admitted that unknown people would send him links containing child pornography and that he traded the illegal content with others. Ryman also reportedly said that he used an online chat website to view child porn. If convicted, the 25-year-old faces up to 250 years in prison. An initial appearance is scheduled for July 25th. Three people from Madison accused of killing another person in Columbia County have made their initial appearances in court. Jesse Freiberg, Laura Johnson, and Jakenya Patty are all facing charges of first-degree intentional homicide as a party to a crime. The 28-year-old Freiberg had cash bonds set at $1 million. Bond was set at 750000 for the 38-year-old Johnson and $500,000 for the 21-year-old Patty. All three face life in prison for their alleged actions in the shooting death of Manuel Martinez in June. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95 as always, free gate admission. The Sock County Fair, July 11th through the 17th at the Sock County Fairgrounds in Baraboo. 
Listen, learn. We're talk, talking about farts, candy corn, and twaddles can win you first place. If only my middle school teachers could see me now. What, what, what? It's the 95X Morning Show. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's look at today's day in history. A couple of... um. A couple of Led Zeppelin facts from this day. 54 years ago, in 1968, the Yardbirds performed their final concert. Their breakup was three years after Eric Clapton quit and eight months after Jeff Beck left the group. The guitarist, Jimmy Page, had to fulfill concert obligations, so he formed a new group. And he called them the New Yardbirds. Keith Moon said it'll probably go over like a Led Zeppelin. So Paige changed the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll forever, baby. Uh, Led Zeppelin played their final show on this day in 1980. It was just a couple of days before John Bonzo Bonham was found dead. 47 years ago, another rock and roll story. 1975, Keith Richards was charged with possession of an offensive weapon and reckless driving in Arkansas. Hundreds of teenage girls stormed the jail where he was being held. He was cleared of all charges in August. 48, I'm sorry, 45 years ago, 1977. Oh my goodness, I own this. Sticks released their seventh album, The Grand Illusion. Seventh day of the seventh month of the 77th year of the century. Come Sail Away, Fooling Yourself, Blue Collar Nights. Man, great album. Great album. 41 years ago, in 1981, the first girl was appointed to the Supreme Court when President Reagan nominated Sandra Day O'Connor. She retired. January 31st of 2006, after more than 24 years on the bench. 21 years ago today, Drew Barrymore, out of the blue, married Tom Green. They filed for divorce six months later, and it became official a few months after that. 17 years ago, in 2005, terrorists set off the London bombings. There were four explosions in their transportation network, three on the London Underground and one on a bus. The bombings caused over 50 deaths and led to 700 injuries. And is there anything else? No, like looks like that's it. Let's get to birthdays. Celebrity birthdays. Ringo Starr. Oh, talk about great rock and roll. Ringo Starr is 82 years young today. Uh, we have Allie Brooke from Fifth Harmony celebrating her 29th. Eve Hewson is 31. She, of course, would be Bono's daughter. By the way, she was uh, made Marion in the Jamie Foxx Robin Hood movie. Uh, Michelle Kwan is 42. How is that possible? I still remember her as like a 17, 18-year-old as a figure skater. How? What happened? Jordan Fox is celebrating a birthday today. She's 54. You'd know her as Sarah Seidel on CSI. I'm re-watching old ER episodes from the 90s. Jordan Fox was on there. She played Dr. Doyle. Jim Gaffigan, comedy god, is 56 today. Uh, you've got uh, Billy Campbell, the actor, 63. Joey Scarberry is 67. 
He sang the theme for The Greatest American Hero. Look at what happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Uh, Shelley Duvall, 73. She was Jack Nicholson's wife in The Shining. Doc Severinsen, 95 years old. Had a chance to see him um, leading the Milwaukee Symphony for several years. What an unbelievable great showman. And Satchel Paige, the great Hall of Fame pitcher and wise man, was born on this day in 1906. Today, by the way, is World Chocolate Day, National Strawberry Sunday Day. It is also Global Forgiveness Day, National Father-Daughter Take-A-Walk Day. All taking place on this day. And by the way, we're going to get to another great kick in a classic that has something to do with this day in history coming up on The Morning Show. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X.